everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up, your daily rundown of the Hollywood media biz and social platform stories to know on Friday, June 5th, 2020. It's a uh, quiet day in the Hollywood deal-making front, so going to break things up a little differently into media biz stories and then into some social platform things. And it's Friday, uh, well, as I just said, uh, so we'll take a look at your entertainment options for the weekend ahead to round things out. Brought to you by my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. Now over to the media biz. Claudia Eller, the editor-in-chief of Variety, has been placed on a two-month leave after getting into a heated Twitter argument, always a good idea, uh, with a journalist of South Asian descent who used to work for a rival publication, The Hollywood Reporter. It was regarding a piece that Eller published earlier this week, lamenting that the publication that she runs, uh, Variety, does not have enough diversity. Eller apologized later, but uh, did agree to the leave of absence, and Cynthia Littleton will be the new interim editor-in-chief in Eller's absence. Elsewhere, over at the New York Times, they uh, changed their tune on the opinion piece they published, written by Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton, where he argued for federal troop intervention to quell rioting. The Times now says that the piece didn't meet their standards, though they uh, didn't really clarify what that means, and blamed a, quote, rushed editorial process, especially after they reported that the head of the opinion section didn't even read the piece uh, before it was published, a piece written by a prominent U.S. senator. Anyway, the Times is going to hold a virtual staff town hall to discuss the matter further today. Gabrielle Union has filed an official discrimination complaint with the state of California against America's Got Talent producer Fremantle Media, Simon Cowell's production company Psycho, Psycho, S-Y-C-O, okay, as well as NBC Universal for racist and misogynistic conduct, all related to her dismissal from the show back in the fall. And the NBA is back on TV July 31st, pending a final sign-off vote by their Players Association, which is expected today. 22 NBA teams will begin living in a bubble at the ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex outside of Orlando, Florida. So kind of like a sleepaway camp. Uh, If all goes well, the NBA Finals will happen in early October this year, with the player draft for next season happening soon afterward on October 15th. Disney still has to do a final sign-off on the plan since they obviously uh, own the ESPN complex. Uh, ESPN and ABC share the NBA broadcast rights with the Turner Cable Networks, but no word on how that uh, will all shake out. And reminiscent of my freshman high school basketball team, there will be no fans at the games. Next up, over on the social platforms... Facebook takes a step to label government-run news sources. Twitter sets new records, and India continues to be the next big frontier in tech and media investment globally. But first, today's pop quiz. Okay, this is pretty much a sports quiz, but uh, in honor of the NBA setting a return date, when was the last time the New York Knicks made the playoffs? The answer after a message from our sponsor, my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. And I know you may be saying, uh, hey, I enjoy a little buzz when I have a beer, but uh, I encourage you to think about it this way. What did you drink with your lunch this week? I bet it was either a boring water or seltzer or some sort of a diet drink where you probably can't pronounce half the ingredients in it or something like a sweet tea or a sports drink or a soda, which are just full of sugar. What makes Athletic Brewing great is that they've created a whole line of non-alcoholic beers from IPAs to lagers to golden ales and stouts. 
They're all made with certified organic ingredients, and the Golden Ale only has 50 calories, and the IPA only has 70. They're delicious, and I mean, hey, you get to have a beer for lunch. It's just kind of fun. Best of all, they ship to all 50 states. Go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop, and you get free shipping when you order two six-packs or more. And they're now donating 10% of all online sales to the Restaurant Worker Relief Fund. Look, we could all use something fun and new in our lives that's actually also delicious. Athleticbrewing.com slash shop. The link's in the show notes. Go check it out today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. The Knicks last made the playoffs seven years ago in 2013. They only made it to the playoffs in six of the last 20 seasons. Probably needless to say, but uh, they are not among the teams being invited to resume playing in Florida. Now over to the social platforms. First up is Facebook, where you'll soon see the accounts and posts from government-owned news outlets being labeled as state-owned, according to CNN. Outlets such as uh, Russia Today in uh, Russia and Xinhua in China. You already know how on point my Chinese pronunciation is. Uh, The outlets will not be able to run ads on Facebook starting later this summer out of, quote, an abundance of caution. Caution on Facebook. How novel. But let the comments about Fox News begin uh, now. Twitter's having a week, uh, well, in many ways, I suppose, but TechCrunch reports that they're now seeing a record number of app installs worldwide. There are two major companies that track the uh, app data, Sensor Tower and Apptopia, although their numbers do quite differ a bit. Uh, come on, guys, get it together. But Sensor Tower said Twitter had its biggest single-day number of app installs since they started tracking it in 2014, at around 1 million worldwide on both Monday and Tuesday. Aptopia put the peak on Wednesday with around 677,000 app installs, but uh, either way, that was a record for their tracking as well. Note these are worldwide numbers, with the vast majority coming from outside of the U.S. But Aptopia did note that daily active Twitter users in the U.S. also hit a record at around 40 million accounts yesterday. And India seems to have become the hottest new global market for tech and media investment in the mobile space this year. Disney, of course, already owns the most popular video provider, Hotstar, that they acquired in the Fox purchase, but uh, they also added Disney Plus back there in April. And India's leading mobile phone provider, Geo, has gotten major investment from Facebook and Endeavor's main financial backer, Silver Lake Partners, this spring. Now, Reuters reports that Amazon is in talks to buy a 5% stake of Barty Airtel. That's B-H-A-R-T-I for anyone playing at home. So I think I got that one right. Barty is the third largest mobile data provider in India, and Amazon is in early discussions about investing $2 billion in the company. So uh, more to come here. Now the FSS feed, a look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead. At your home box office, uh, not that home box office, who wrote that? One thing that you're not going to see is the documentary We Are Freestyle Love Supreme on Hulu. The docu tells the story of the early 2000s New York City improv rap collective of the same name, which just happened to feature quite a few people who went on to do a show called Hamilton, including some guy named uh, Lynn manuel But Lynn posted this week that they're postponing the premiere out of solidarity with the protesters, putting their collective attention to more pressing concerns. No new Hulu premiere date was given. 
So over at Netflix, they are definitely finishing up 13 Reasons Why, uh, three seasons after I already thought we found out why. But uh, anyway, the fourth and final season drops today, as does season five of Queer Eye. This time, they're trying to improve Philadelphia's style. Hope they know what to do with an Eagles jersey. And HBO Max adds episodes four, five, and six of Love Life. In the weekend reads, links to all these are in the show notes as always. Bloomberg partnered up with a company called Chorus to poll 1,000 people about their streaming habits. And again, it's just 1,000 people. But when they gave them a monthly budget of 50 bucks and asked them to choose between all major streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime blew everyone else away by more than 30 percentage points. Granted, many of the other services are less familiar to folks at this point, like HBO Max and Peacock, but a pretty fascinating read, and Bloomberg is doing a follow-up survey, which you can also take. So go check that out in the show notes. And veering into the profile reads, the New York Times did a lengthy Q&A with Judd Apatow and Pete Davidson that was a good read. Their universal movie, The King of Staten Island, comes to Pivod, everybody's favorite new term, uh, next Friday for the standard $20 rental price. And over on the TV, well, uh, let's just hope the weather's nice. Although the ATX TV Festival has gone virtual this year, so you can stream group TV cast conversations all weekend long at atxfestival.com for free. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars kicks off a new season at 8 p.m. tonight on BH1, but uh, otherwise, all the action is on Sunday, where Epics premieres the two-part documentary Laurel Canyon at 9 p.m. HBO premieres their new scripted half-hour series, I May Destroy You, which explores the question of sexual consent at 10.30 p.m. NBC is starting new episodes of Hollywood Game Night at 7 p.m. Sunday, and there's more Celebrity Family Feud and the game shows on ABC. And CBS has a new 60 Minutes, I think, followed by a Grease sing-along at 8, where it's still the same movie, but they add uh, lyrics onto the screen in kind of fun, creative ways for you to sing along. Or uh, maybe I'll just watch the movie. Uh, That's all for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you from a Phase 1 reopened New York City on Monday. Hey, I got a surprise for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Sandy! What are, you, what are you doing here? I, I, I thought you were going back to Australia. We had a change of plans. I can't... <laughs> well, that's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is, rocking and rolling and whatnot. Danny? <laughs> that's my name. Don't wear it out.